The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. It was obvious, more obvious last night at the postgame presser that this guy is out. And his teammates didn't want to play with him anymore. The comments that he said, DeMarcus Cousins, John Wall both basically took it as disrespect. And the Rockets were really left with no choice. You've got yourself a new team with less of a headache, I would assume. Probably less talent, but less of a headache. Well, I think it's clear it's a less talented team, but you'd reached your ceiling with this guy. Breaking news. The Astros have made a signing. Pedro Baez, former Dodgers reliever Pedro Baez, will now pitch for your Houston Astros. So the Astros adding to the bullpen. Pretty good player. I mean, this is a dude who, his career, 355 games, 356 career innings pitched, 3.03 ERA. This is a guy who's, who's, you know, an experienced reliever who, in my mind, he's already the best pitcher in their bullpen right now. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number three, 713-780-ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, you're good to go. There's Twitter at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at AJ is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show, you know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Miss the first two hours, James Harden traded the watson talk mostly james harden and uh if you want to weigh in on that you know the number for it uh, or just jump on twitch or tweet us however you want to do it it is a what are the odds wednesday uh what are the odds that uh i haven't really found a single person who isn't happy with the that harden got traded aj i haven't found one either i mean i've like i said i've seen people complain about the hall but i haven't heard anyone upset hey fred can i address something quickly please no Oh, oh okay. yeah, of course you can. <laughs> uh, I, I've gotten a lot of tweets about this, and you know, I'm sure you know people have asked you, but I, I want to address it. I am not. Uh, I, have, I am not being tested for Rona. I do not have the Rona. I am not in a Rona uh, quarantine. Uh, I, I've got nothing to do with the Rona. That's not why I'm working from home. My my dad is uh, is is not doing very well, so. Uh, I'm I'm working from home, so I can I can be closer to him, so I can uh, help. Halt. He he can't walk right now, so I'm helping him get around to some appointments and things like that. Uh, so that's why I'm working from home, just basically to to avoid the the commute in, uh, because I usually am at work at, at eight or nine, uh, and then get back you know get back home at eight or nine, so I can't take him to any of these things. So. This way, if I if I need to uh, to to go haul him somewhere on my lunch break or something like that, I can no problem. But no, I do not have COVID. I am not uh, contacted with COVID. I'm I'm all good. Yeah, I've been getting that question a lot on Twitch, and I've just basically said you're dealing with some some personal issues. Yeah, so it's not know. Rona. Yeah, no, it's def- not Rona. Definitely not Rona. And uh, uh, but it, it's it just needs to be close to home. So uh, but fortunately, we have the technology to do it, and yep. you know we're doing it. So. And no, he was not in D.C. for, quote, meetings, guys. <laughs> no, I was not there. I was not there. I'm not on the no-fly list. Yeah, exactly. 
So, uh, yeah. But uh, I think we're all uh, all hoping your dad gets better. I mean, uh, uh, great guy, and uh, hopefully, hopefully that'll uh, it, it it'll get it'll work itself out. But uh, hope so. Let's uh, let's grab a phone call. Jesse wants to get in on the hardened trade. What's up, Jesse? Hey guys, uh, I saw that uh, Karis LeVert was part of the the Houston trade for Harden, and I saw that they they, they moved him to get Victor Oladipo. Um, the last two years, you know, we've seen that Karis LeVert can carry a team and, and scoring. You know, when when Durant I mean, is not playing or Kyrie's not playing, I don't understand why they would go and move Karis for Oladipo when he's only playing every other game with his knee issue. Um, and I'll tell you why. Said, uh, what, the the reason why they wanted Oladipo is he's an expiring contract. Oladipo's money comes off the books next year. They're looking for a fresh start. They they're smart enough to figure out that basically adding Karis Levert and subtracting James Harden as far as players on the court was not going to change anything this year. It wasn't going to make them closer to being a champion. So they said, you know what? Let's move Levert for someone who we can we we can basically uh turn into to open cap space next year. So that that's that I think that's the reasoning behind it. Yeah, and it also gives him more options because you can you can move him at the deadline if if his knees getting better and he's playing more, uh you can move him at the deadline and get something else. Uh or if you decide, "Hey, you know what? He he's going to be fine. We like this guy and want to sign him long term." You got options with him. Uh I I think the more likely one is he winds up just being an expiring contract, but you know, basically, you have more options with him uh, than you do with Levert, in my opinion. So it, it makes sense. I, I got no problem with that at all. Um, 713-780-ESPN. Somebody was saying uh, AJ's home broadcast sounds way better than Fred's. Yeah, that's because AJ took the, the best equipment. I, yeah, I, I give Fred the terrible equipment. Yeah, I've got, I've got, like, if we're doing a draft of equipment to uh, do the show from home with, I had the last pick, and it wasn't a snake draft. You had the Josh Rosen pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I was. I'm picking 32nd. I, I'm like the Patriots every year up until last year. But um, yeah, it, it's it, it, we do what we can, man. We do what we can. Um, the uh, I, I'm I'm curious also, and we've talked we talked about this a little bit. How this thing's going to work in Brooklyn? Um, because I, I could see I, I I could see them finding a way to, to gel and, and you know maybe winning the East. I could also see them completely falling apart, especially if Durant snaps again and Kyrie winds up falling off the edge of the flat earth. Then it's just going to be Harden and a bunch of guys that aren't as good as what he had here at this point. So, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I love it. I, I can't wait to see the train wreck. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what their upside is. Clearly, there's a lot of talent there, but there's a lot of – uh, potential headache, <laughs> and we don't know what Kyrie. What I, I don't think anyone knows what's going on with Kyrie. Uh, so it, he it's found a, out the world was actually round, and he just can't deal with it. Yeah, it's very. He's he's an odd bird. These are three really odd dudes. Let's just let's call it what it is. And I saw someone say uh, all of Brooklyn is now represented by the Nets. They've got a really skinny guy a guy with a really scraggly beard and a guy that believes the earth is flat and believes in astrology and things like that. So they've got all of Brooklyn covered is what it said. <laughs> but it, it's just a uh, it, it's a it's a very high upside lineup, but I could also see it just being a complete and abject failure. So uh but the, kudos to the Nets for going all in on it. I mean, they they seem to believe that that that's enough to put them over the edge 
And, you know, if it is, it's worth three first-round picks. It's it's worth it all if they can get a title out of it. But I, I, I just don't know if, the, if that's the case. Um, Especially if James, what we've seen, and I assume James, what we've seen the first 12 or so games of the season, isn't going to be James all year. If it is, I mean, the Nets just paid sticker price for for a, a lemon. Uh, I, but I assume that James, now that he's in a place he wants to be, is going to be a, a little better performer. I, I don't. I don't think he's he's going to be a lemon. Uh, I I do think he'll he'll at least be motivated for a while because this is what he wanted. And when he and when he tries to motivate himself, he can actually play pretty well. Uh, I I just don't know how that that whole group is going to work together. And I I think it's um it, it could just as easily become a disaster as uh, as it could be a success and, and i think that's what's fun it's not knowing it's kind of like not knowing about the rockets we don't know what the rockets are going to look like now we don't know if they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league or if they're going to be a, a borderline playoff team it's kind of it kind of makes it fun because so much of the last few years has been what well we know harden's going to be great in the regular season and then he's going to suck in the playoffs yeah and, and it's been the same thing and it, all right let's get another star and see how this works so get your hopes up okay man him and Chris Paul, this will be it. And, and it almost was, but it wasn't. And, okay, well, let's go get Russell Westbrook. And it almost was, but it wasn't. And it's just uh, it's just been the same thing. So, yeah. 713-780-ESPN. Trevor G. wants to know if they were going to send him to the Nets anyway. Why did it take so long to do so? I think they were just trying to get the, be- the best deal. They wanted to, yeah, well, and I think maybe they were, they were trying to see if they could make it work. You know, if yeah. they started out this season 8-4 and four instead of 3-9, and nine, Maybe they did. Maybe there's no rush to move him, but it, with the with the way the the team was playing and the way that James was responding to it, it, it was just time. They had they had to make a move. Nathan, do you think Kyrie can convince Harden his stomach is flat like the Earth? Uh you guys are mean. You guys are mean. I, I guarantee you, Harden's going to have twenty pounds off by the time he steps on the court there. So I was actually hoping that the that they would get. I, I don't know if like how, I don't know all the rules on on trading players, but with Spencer Dinwiddie, who is obviously hurt right now, it it seems like maybe it would have been nice to have him, and then when he comes back, you've got him. But I also don't know his contract may be up. So, uh, but that's a guy that the Nets had that I was like, oh man, that's a guy I might like. But then a torn ACL sort of changes that. But yeah, the, the hall the hall isn't fantastic. There's no. You know, game changing guy. And Nestor on Twitter was like, you know, w- between Wood, Lavert, and uh, and um, Wall, you've got the makings of a big three. If they'd kept Lavert, they could they could have avoided being terrible for so long. The problem is, if that's the making of your big three, th- not one of those guys is good enough to be the number one. If that's your big three, like those are three guys who maybe are the third guy in a big three. None of those guys are like the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm I'm not even sure I'd I'd feel great about any of them as the third guy, you know, in a big three. I think if they had there were three better players than them on the team. Now we're talking. Uh, but I I again I don't mind Oladipo. I don't. It's it it gives you some options. Uh, I I think he's potentially a pretty good player. And if he winds up being healthy and if, if all this works, then I do think you're you're sniffing a playoff spot. I think the problem what you, what your problem is is your three best players or your three biggest names anyway are all guys who are well if they if they can be healthy if right. they can return to what they used to be 
uh, if DeMarcus Cousins is ever good again, if John Wall is ever good again. There's a lot of ifs is what it feels like. Yeah, and and that's the thing. If they all wind up being good, then great. You, you make a run in a playoff spot. And if they don't, well, you're drafting high, theoretically. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's I, I, I don't mind any of this. I, I really don't. I think there's enough there for them to potentially be competitive. But if if they're not, then... You know, no big deal. I mean, this is, it's, I know it's different for Rockets fan that's used to having their hopes up and then getting them crushed in the playoffs. But, you know, that's, uh, I mean, this, this had to be done. And I think it's, uh, I think it's a good move. Boy, I'm, I'm looking at the weather for this weekend. I think every game is going to get snowed except, oh, for, really? Except for the Saints, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not looking good. Uh, what is looking good is my hair, and you can see it on Twitch because uh, I did TV this morning, and people were were complimenting my hair, and it's all thanks to Doctor Linville. And if you go to nine seven five hair dot com, you can get your hair back too. And I, I I'm telling, I've told you guys this story before, but I was about to just shave it. I, I was ready to give up, and I went and saw Doctor Linville and said, "Hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I want you to think about this procedure." And I said, "Oh, what is this? Hair plugs? What? Is no, basically, it's called the neograft procedure. They take the hair off the back of your head, they put it where it's missing." And it's your own hair. You're just moving it around. It's that simple. And he said, hey, uh, do you like my hair? And I'm like, yeah, your hair looks great. He goes, well, I had it done. And so he's had it done. He knows what it's like. And he just wants to help guys. So if you go to 975hair.com, you can get a free consultation. Go sit down with him. Take a look at his hair while you're there. And you know, let him talk, to, talk you through the procedure and see if it's right for you. It was right for me. And I, I guarantee you, that you're going to feel better about yourself if you get it done. 975hair.com, free consultation for ESPN listeners. And tell me everything's all right. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Uh, 713-780-3776. A lot of, lot of Harden talk. You know who's really happy about Harden today is, is Jesus Easterby. Yeah, for one day at least, a one-day respite. I, I imagine we'll be back on that ass tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, he, he got the day off today. Good for him. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes for him. <laughs> I, I, I got a feeling that that's not going to end well. At some point, Deshaun's going to actually talk instead of just having his agent leak stuff. I wonder if what Deshaun's tone will be like when he talks. Is he going to be like uh, – is he going to be a team guy? I, it's, it's very, it's interesting. I, I'm curious what's going to happen, but I, I have no idea to be honest. I think, uh, I think Deshaun's above all this, which is why he's letting other people do the talking, because he kind of did that after the Hopkins trade. You know, he, he he did a lot of liking of stuff, but he didn't really say anything himself. And, and I kind of think that's that's what he'll do. But and I, and I also think he's a lot more reasonable than James Harden, which is why, you know, the comparison is kind of silly. I, I I think they'll get something worked out. Um, so I, I teased this a little bit last hour. 
the TV ratings for Alabama, Ohio State? Yes, you did. 18.7 million viewers. Uh, way down. That's not good. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, listen, there's one thing that I will, I will say, and I, you know me, I'm I'm blown away by what this Alabama program is. I mean, every every recruit that's ever signed on with Nick Saban and stayed for four years has won a national title at Alabama. That's pretty incredible. That said, I think the rest of the country has Alabama fatigue. And we've seen it before with the New England Patriots. We've seen it before with the New York Yankees. We, I mean, we've seen it with... A couple of NBA teams. We've seen it with that. We saw it with the Lakers before. We've seen it with the Warriors. Uh, we've seen it with LeBron James. Like it's, it's just a, a matter of te- what. If you're not a fan of that particular dynasty, it sucks that they're always there and they're always winning. I get it. So it, it's a it's a weird spot because it's. I mean, and everyone thinks that the answer is somehow adding more teams. I don't know that that changes anything. That just it's one more team that Alabama's going to smoke before they win their championship. Uh, it, it's I mean in twelve years Alabama's won six titles. That that's unbelievable. Five other teams have won championships in the last twelve years. They are an incredible beast, but there there are people who get tired of it. Um, I I think that's part of it. The fact that it was the ratings were even lower than the semifinals also kind of says a lot. Um, but it, so there were eighteen point seven million viewers last year. It was twenty five point six. So that's that's a significant drop. Yeah. And uh, the highest one was Alabama Georgia twenty eighteen uh, twenty eight point four. I'm sorry, twenty fifteen Ohio State Oregon was thirty four point two. Uh, so it, it it was significantly down. I. I think in part the the game kind of got out of hand early too, which a lot of these do. Uh, I mean, a lot of these championship games aren't very entertaining. But I, I think there's some Alabama fatigue. I think there's some Nick Saban fatigue. And I think in general, I think there's still some sports fatigue out there because of the 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 whole the whole Rona thing. I think that I think it kind of hurt sports a little bit uh, yeah. because you know I, people realize there's more important things in life sometimes. So, uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, I think the Super Bowl will be. Uh, yeah, I, I think it'll be fine, but yeah, you know, I, I don't know about the. Uh, I I don't know about everything else right now, and I, I'm not surprised. I guess I I'm because honestly, if you weren't a fan of one of those teams, that it turned into a hard watch pretty quickly. Yeah. So. 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. But if, uh, just, just to kind of put this in context, though, um, 18.7 million people is the least-watched college football title game since 2004. And here's some other notable things that happened. Uh, 1969, the Apollo 11 moon landing. An estimated 652 million people watch a live global broadcast. That's more. There you go. Um, but uh, about the Big Bang Theory, its finale, under 18 million. So more people watch the championship game than watch the finale of Big Bang Theory. So there's that. Congrats. Uh, the finale of Seinfeld, 76.3 million viewers. Okay. 
So uh, just put a little context in there for you. Listen, I, like I said, I, and as great as this Alabama team is, if you're not a fan of Alabama, and I think Ohio State kind of falls in the same category, probably Clemson too, because it feels like every year it's a combination of those two teams playing for the championship, right? Yeah. Like, with the exception of last year when LSU was kind of a breath of fresh air, and, and it was an amazing team, so a bunch of people wanted to watch. I, I think this Alabama team's just as amazing. People are tired of Alabama. They didn't want to see it, I un- and I understand it. Yeah. Well, next year when Aggie gets in there, it, it'll it'll be fine. Everything will be better. Yeah. The, the the ratings will be better. The world will be better. So prepare yourself now. That's right. Um, the uh, the other story that I, I kind of teased. Two guys are telling uh, Justin Fields he shouldn't enter the 2021 draft. He should go back to Ohio State. Uh, both Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay think he All should right. stick around for another year. Um, if he's going to go in the top 10 or if he's going to go in the first round, I mean, I don't think he's worth it. I mean, you don't go back to Ohio state. Uh, I don't, I don't know how he improves his stock. I know that that's, uh, I know that that's her specialty for both of them, but they think, they think he can improve his stock and he'd be the clear cut number one quarterback next year. I mean, it's, it's, it's not, it's not horrible. I don't know. Man. I mean, he's he's got a lot of competition this year. But if you can, if you can, if you will be in the top five, you go. Yeah, I don't think you wait just so you can go number one because so much can happen. Um, Matt Liner was supposed to go number one. Yep. Uh, there, there's a lot of guys that their their stock goes down when they go back, and and, and honestly, it, well, Deshaun's stock went down. Um, and, and frankly, if Trevor Lawrence weren't Trevor Lawrence, I think his stock would go down a little bit. Because he he hasn't been as good, uh, so I I mean if you're going to be a top five pick, get the hell out of there now. If you want to keep him off the Jets, that's one thing. Maybe you're keeping him off the Texans when they trade to Sean. Yep. So, um, but yeah, I I, uh, I definitely think he should. You know, it, depending on where where they think he's going to go, he, he should get his butt out there now. Especially since we still don't know what college football is going to look like next year, and. I mean, I, I'm hopeful that we're back to a normal schedule in a normal year, but I wouldn't bet on it right now. And so, you know, who knows? If you wind up playing six games again, is it worth going back for that? It seems like not. When, when you could, you know, be in the NFL, be making some money, and, uh, you know, carrying a clipboard around. So, yeah, I think he should, uh, I think he should get his butt out of there. I mean, listen. He should do what's best for him and his family. Yeah. If, if 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 I think if if I'm him and I think I'm a first round pick, I'm gone. I, I'm with you. Yeah. So, and most people seem to think he's a first round pick. Hell, uh, after his last game, people were saying he should be the number one pick. Yeah. No one's saying that today because no. they also they all saw him against uh, against Alabama, but. A week ago, everyone thought he should be number one over Trevor Lawrence. So, the, the guys, the guys got game. It's just, I mean, it's it, it's really a matter of if he's ready to go or not. Well, to me, it's not even a matter of that. It's a matter of you know, are you going to go high in the draft no, to get paid? I, I mean, if he's personally ready to go, like if if there's for some reason he like if winning a, a college championship is really really important to him and he wants to come back for that, 
listen, man, if that's your if that's your priority, by all means, go for it. Uh, but yeah, it, everybody's got their own deal. I, I'm not, I'm not going to hate on someone for uh, for doing something that I wouldn't do. But these get that's what these guys are all entitled to uh, to go their own way. I, I think it's it's silly to to tell a guy don't do it because you're not going to be you could be the number one pick next year. Because the truth is, the number five pick this year and the number one pick next year, how much difference is there, really? Well, and if you don't, if you don't have a knee next year, right? Uh, and let's not forget that possibility. Well, unless I mean, he dude got his ass whooped. I mean, he took a beating yeah. in the last couple games. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, on the way out, I'm going to tell you, as a locally based company, Gal Media believes in the concept of supporting local businesses, jobs, and our community. So we're asking you, our listeners, to hashtag Keep It Local. When you're shopping, eating out, taking out, or buying services, consider a local business. And share your great experiences with hashtag Keep It Local. Listen for sponsors with support ESPN 97.5925, then hashtag Keep It Local with them. Learn more at ESPN975.com slash Keep It Local. Be right back. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5925. This is Ed Tall jones and you're listening to ESPN 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. So, uh, apparently the Sixers offer, Mr. Hoffman? Yes. Uh, ben Simmons, Therese Maxey, and a bunch of picks. I mean, it depends on what a bunch of picks are. Uh, I it, yeah, just, I, I think it, what it boiled down to is they felt like would would you rather have Ben Simmons or would you rather have a bunch of cap relief and and a chance to to really kind of pick your own thing? And they decided, well, we'll try and pick our own thing. And I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a uh, a Ben Simmons detractor. I think Ben Simmons is good. I don't think Ben Simmons is a guy you can build a franchise around personally. Uh, so I, I, I like, I like the direction they took. They, they took a, a lesser player in return for more, you know, uh, more long-term, you know, I, I guess freedom. And Steve Nash was asked how he's going to, uh, handle his new big three. Uh, he says, I, I, I'm going to say probably sounds a little naive and uh, it may, may change a little bit when he gets James there, but. I always talk to our players about making each other better and having all five guys be a, be a threat and working to find a commonality on the floor and in space together. It really is a simple game, but it becomes complicated when you put different personalities and players on the floor. Our group has done a really good job being unselfish and trying to move the ball and work together, so I've been proud of that. Uh, I don't think we've struggled to share the basketball this year. Well, do you kind of feel like that's about to change? <laughs> Stevie? Yeah, I feel sorry for you, sir. A um, couple of other little things. Uh, I, mean, I think it's. I mean, listen, I, it's not crazy to think that it could it, that it could work out there. I mean, I, I would bet against it, but there's there, it's obviously a ton of talent, so it, it could easily make us look silly for even questioning the move. But 
I, I'd rather – I mean, if I'm the Rockets, I'm fine with that. Go on. If, if he can win it there, enjoy it. I, I just don't need the headache anymore. Yeah, just uh, some odds that have flipped since uh, the deal. The Nets were plus 125 to win the Atlantic Division. They're now minus 150. Okay. Uh, Eastern Conference, they were plus 275. They're now plus 140, the favorites over Milwaukee. Wow. To win the championship – they went from plus 650 to second choice at plus 275 behind the Lakers. Well, it fade material for me, but if you're into that sort of thing, good luck to you. Well, you should have made that bet yesterday before this happened. Yeah, that, that's well, I, would, I wouldn't have wanted them. I, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't believe in it. So I, I don't I'm, believe I'm in good. it now either. So, uh, uh, would, would you like to know the movement on your Rockets? <laughs> sure. To win the Southwest Division, they were plus 550. They're now plus 1,100. Okay. If you think the Rockets can win the Western Conference, they were plus 2,800. They're now plus 4,000. Ooh-wee. And to win the NBA championship, they went from plus 5,000 to plus 10,000. Well, is that good? Uh, Well, if you think they can win the championship, (laughs) it's good. Otherwise, uh, no. No, not as much. Not so much. Uh. A couple of other things. Apparently, uh, Titans offensive coordinator Arthur Smith, who's been mentioned as a possibility for your uh, your Texans, although they never interviewed him. Uh, looks like uh, Atlanta. That might be where he lands. Okay. Yeah, I, I've I've heard his name a lot, and I've heard uh, not not for Atlanta necessarily, but I've heard for whatever reason, Urban Meyer's name is popping up everywhere again. I've I've heard it linked to the Chargers job. I've heard it linked to the Jags job. So that, that name is a hot name once again, Freddie. Well, from what I understand uh, from Jacksonville, they're waiting to hear back from him. That There was talk that he was putting a staff together, uh, but, but the offer's there, and, and they're just waiting to hear from him. Now, if I'm him, I'm waiting to see if the Chargers want me. because I, That's a much better job. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, you, you're going to have Trevor Lawrence. I, I, That's I think true. Chargers are win now, and the, the Jaguars are going to be win two, three years from now. And if you're Urban Meyer, you're probably not as worried about winning right now because you're going to get a contract where they're going to, they're going to give you plenty you're going of to time. Get a, you're going to get a, uh, a John Gruden-type contract. Yeah, yeah, I'm certain you are. Man, I'm, I'm kicking myself for not looking at hockey because there's already, there's already one over here and there's 10 minutes to go <laughs> in the third. It's a busy day, Fred. You got distracted by Houston sports. Yeah, what am I going to do? Um and then uh, we, we were talking about the possibility of uh, Jared Velter playing for the Colts and then the Packers in back-to-back weeks. Yep. Uh, not going to happen. Uh, what happened? The Rona. Oh, no. He was placed on the reserve COVID-19 list by the Packers. So, well, that seems like a bad choice. Uh, well, Who signs a guy with Rona? <laughs> well, he obviously didn't know, and he just played <laughs> last week. You know what? He played pretty damn well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't see him... Jumping off, uh, you know, doing false starts or holding or anything and kind of blocking pretty well for him. And I, I thought it was kind of cool that he got signed off the practice squad and was going to get to play this week. But no, he uh, womp, womp. Uh, had tested negative Monday before being allowed to enter the Packers facility. The positive reading came from Tuesday morning. So he probably uh, probably picked it up on Monday from some other from uh, a. From a Green Bay strip club? Uh, possibly. How many conspiracy theorists would have said if the Patriots were in the playoffs that he was being paid by Bill Belichick to just go and try to infect other teams when they picked him up? It could have been. 
What do you think the name of the strip clubs are in uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin? The Laughing Cow? Uh, uh, <laughs> the, the Happy Heifer? Maybe so. <laughs> Because although I, I don't think women do not like being called heifers, I, I, they they hate that. That that's that's almost like the c word. Uh, they definitely do not like being called that. But I think the happy heifer is what what your strip club is, and you know, he's out of the cheese factory. There's Ooh, only one, one in all of Green Bay, apparently. Oh, really? Do you care to guess the name? Give it, give it to me. The Oval Office Gentlemen's Gentlemen's Club. The Oval Office. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I would I would have gone with something more creative, but that's just me. Eh, well, I, I would have tried to capture the essence of of Wisconsin, of the city, which yeah. is cheese and cheese heads. Although cheese and strip clubs, mate, it's not necessarily a great mix. <laughs> like, no, no, but uh, you know, or cows because cows make cheese. That's true, and that's why that's why the happy heifer. I mean, I, I I think that would be a good one. Um, Max on Twitter says Utters. That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good name. Yeah, I I think that that uh, that may be the that may be the clubhouse leader. <laughs> oh, geez, we're going to Utters. Yeah, Don't we're you know? going to Utters. Uh, Largo says the Oval Office is legendary. Oh, really? Um, well. Yeah. Was anybody storming it this week? Is that a curious? Mm, no. no, that wasn't a good joke. <laughs> Dairy Queens, that's a good one too. Yeah. That's from yeah. a texter. Dairy Queens, that's solid. Uh. Dairy Queens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are uh, you guys are you guys going. are on it today. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's how. Uh, what are the odds? Uh, Wednesday's supposed to work. You guys are supposed to to bring it. So, uh, well done. I think everybody's in a good mood because Harden's dead. Could be. And they're all being clever and awesome. I'll take it. You know, Adrian. If, if every day could be like this, right? Uh, you know what? I, I, like I said, since I tested negative, every day's been like this for me. <laughs> I, I can't get out of a good mood. I'm try, I've tried. Every day's been a goodbye hardened day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and it's just like every day's going to be a goodbye Easter B day. And there's nothing they can do to take my joy except trade Deshaun Watson. Unless that they would- gave me uh uh, unless they gave me that that package of picks that I told you about from Miami, if they if they sent me all that, eh, that wouldn't take my joy either. What are you snickering at in there? So if you go to the OvalOfficeClub dot com, which is the strip club website, they have galleries of what it looks like inside the club. They actually have pictures of presidents on the wall, like the official presidential portrait of different presidents all over the walls. It's also a very small club. Well, it's in but, Green Bay, Wisconsin. But I would think like people go in town to like go, they they got to go in town to go to the game, so you would you'd think like you know if, if guys are making the trip for the football game the night before or the night after, they'd want to. Uh, I mean, they spared no expense with you know the actual design and the fur. Like it looks like like pictures that you've seen from inside like the Capitol and the White House with the adornments I, I, on the doors. Yeah, but you and know everything. what? You know you know what doesn't give me a boner. The Oval Office. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I was uh, about to say. The last thing I want to do while some chick is grinding on me is look at a picture of Bill Clinton. <laughs> I mean that that's I mean you, it's just not. Well, look at work. a picture of Chester A. Arthur. Oh God, Warren G. Harding. Yeah, Franklin Pierce. I don't need that. 
Oh, man. What was Polk's first name? <laughs> oh, James what K. about what about Taft? Now that's a looker. That then it's called Utters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Back to Utters. Grover Cleveland. Yep. <laughs> Actually, you know, maybe our greatest president, but I really don't think I could get erect looking at a picture of George Washington with the fake hair. What about Honest Abe? Uh, he's kind of sexy. Yeah. I, I could see that. He was a tall fellow. You know, kind of had the... <laughs> it's your lap dance is really awkward. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know how you do that. Because I'll, I'll, I'll be sitting there and say, oh, yeah, she's pretty... Oh, my God, not Bill Clinton. Ugh. <laughs> Unless it might be kind of sexy if the stripper looked like Monica Lewinsky. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, well... I'm pretty sure I'm never going there. I'm <laughs> Just almost certain. Teddy Roosevelt would do it for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'd want Franklin in the wheelchair. Patrick Wright and Tricky Dick. Yeah, Nixon. Ooh, Nixon. <laughs> um, yeah, Dwight D. Eisenhower. Nice, not han- not han- nice, uh, not handsome man. He would do it for me. Yeah, maybe there is something to this. Oh, boy. Everybody's got their own thing, though. Yeah. Maybe that's a Wisconsin thing. Um, wanting to get grinded on while staring at pictures of presidents? Yeah. Okay, well, that's probably not a place for me, then. Probably don't need to go to Wisconsin. Uh, no, wait, oh, no, 832, I can't say that. There's two bushes on the wall. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are killing me today. An, I older, love one it. A, an older one and a younger one? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, take your pick. Old Bush never surprises you, but Young Bush, that's that's a rare one. In 2020, that's rare. Uh, God. <laughs> oh man. I'm 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 glad I brought that to, I'm glad I brought that up for some reason. Um is it now 5 or 63? Philadelphia? That 63, correct. That escalated quickly. That sounds like an uh, a pretty Pretty locked in over then, Freddie. Uh, yeah, because there's still eight minutes left, and the over was five and a half. So, okay, so yeah, you're over. Sorry, you missed out. Ah, uh, well, I, I will, I will. Well, I'll, I'll tomorrow. I've got, I still got crap to do. I'll try to get to the games tomorrow. I just didn't have a chance today, and I, I should have just blind bet all the overs because Vegas had them all at like five and a half, and the average score usually the first week is like six point three. But oh well. Not 6-3, 6.3 total. Right. All right, quick break. We got deaths coming up, and that'll be the end of it. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. All right, I got to tell you guys about TGS Insurance. If you are a homeowner, that means you got bills to pay. And one of those bills every month, your homeowner's insurance. And the crappy thing about homeowner's insurance is nobody loves paying for it. You don't, it's not like they hand you something when you pay for it, it's just something you got to do. Why pay so much? A lot of people I know have saved money with TGS Insurance, and the process is so simple. All you got to do is text the word money to 232323. They've already got your your uh, price shopped. All you got to do is send them your address 
and then they're going to send you a firm quote with excellent coverage within 15 seconds. Boom, just like that. I saved over $1,000 a year. The average customer saving 900 bucks a year. Graham in our office saved 2600 bucks a year. That's money that you're throwing out the window. Why do it? Make the switch today. They'll take care of the back end, get you out of your old policy, and start you saving today. That's text the word money to 232323 for TGS insurance. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Final segment of the day, and it's a Wednesday, so you know we do the final segment of Wednesdays. We celebrate those who have passed away over the last week, throughout history, over the last week. And uh, let's see. Taylor Negron, actor and writer, Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Easy Money, dies of liver cancer at 57. Damn. Uh, That's not a good run. No. No, it's not a good run at all. There's a lot of not good runs here. Um, Maurice Gibb, guitarist of the Bee Gees, cardiac arrest at 53. Yeah, Was he, like, living real hard or something? Yeah, I think so. I mean, when I think of the Bee Gees, I don't think of them as like Keith Richards types, but... Uh, man, they were... Maybe they were. I'm sure they were. It's all... Uh, it's sort of a rock and roll band. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Teddy, excuse me, Teddy Pendergrass, Pendergrass in 2010. Respiratory failure at 59. Mm. Uh, okay. We haven't had one get to 60 yet? Come on, Fred. Give me some good news. All right, how about Bronco Nagurski? 81 years old in nineteen. That's a good name, too. A good football name. Yeah. Uh, here's not a good one. Yinka Dare, Nigerian NBA center, dead at 31 in 2004. Well, that is not good at all. Okay, but here's a good one. Okay. Uh, Alabama, Keith Jackson, dead at 89 in 2018. There you go. That's now a, we're talking. That's a good run. I met Keith Jackson at the uh, the Rose Bowl one, one of those years that I was out there. Were you looking at him live? I, I was looking live, folks. <laughs> All right, uh, Largos, I guess he couldn't stay alive. Uh, You guys are on it today. All right, uh, let's see. 1825, Eli Whitney, who invented what? The cotton gin. Yeah, we all learned that. 59 years old, not a good run, although for 1825, that's pretty good. Uh, 1862, Samuel Colt dies of... Hoffman Gout at the age of 47. Oh, no. You're going to be I'm dead med- at 47. I'm on meds now, bro. I'm on meds. Mm, okay. Well. My uric acid level is plummeting. <laughs> I got checked like uh, last week, and it's plummeting from uh, from early December. Um, 1862 for Samuel Colt. Uh, let's see. Eh, not any good. Not any good. Sheldon Adelson, we talked about a little bit, died yesterday. Uh, he was 87. That's a good real. That's a good run. 87. Uh, 1976, Agatha Christie, dead at 85. She did not. She was not murdered on the Orient Express, by the way. She just died. Um, let's see. That's not any good. That's not any good. Um, all right. Let's go to our best deaths. 1943, Nikola Tesla, dead at the age of 86. Oof. Inventor of Tesla. Um, the Tesla motor. Uh, oh, I meant the car company, right? I think that's that, uh, that's that rich dude. <laughs> What's his name? Warren Buffett. Elon <laughs> Musk. Uh, oh, yeah. Elon Musk. 
Um, 2020, Neil Peart, drummer for Rush, dead at 67. Loser. Uh, <laughs> 2021, Tommy Lasorda, heart attack at 93. It's a hell of a run. Yeah. Uh, 1324, Marco Polo, Polo. dead at 69. Inventor of, inventor of the uh, children's pool game. You saw that on the Geico commercial. That's what he's famous for, yeah. Uh, 1642, Galileo. Dead at 77. Galileo. Galileo Figaro. Magnifico. You guys never harmonize with me when uh, I sing. Yeah, well, just, that one's a hard one to harmonize. Those, those guys hard to harmonize when you haven't picked a key yet. Yeah, well, that's true. You kind of bounced around a little bit. No, I, that... that those guys are damn good at harmonizing on that. I, I would struggle with that. Don't tell me how to harmonize, Aaron. I'm the best singer on this show. Maybe you've heard of a little song called Jim of the Day. Mm. You're right. Thank you. I mean, and you did have one that got all the way to number two with the uh, positive. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. COVID update. Yeah, that one didn't. Li- that one wasn't. It didn't have the staying power. Well, because we quit having positive updates to give. <laughs> that's right. Was it your fault? It wasn't the song's fault. Uh, but at least you weren't a one-hit wonder. You're, you're certainly the most commercially successful singer. Thank you. I'll give you that. Uh, 2016, David Bowie, dead of cancer at 69. <laughs> 69. Well, uh, 1843, Francis Scott Key. He, uh, yeah, his bombs burst in midair. At the age of 63. 1929, wider. Let's, let's take a knee for his death. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, Wyatt Earp dead at 80 in 1929. Well, that's a damn shame. Wyatt. Tom Mix wept, if you recall right. the line. Uh, not going to fight you, Ringo. There's no money in it. Uh, here's your porn stars. 2002, 22-year-old Nadia Childs. Uh, let's go with a drug overdose. Overdosed on acid and threw herself off a balcony. Oh, so that's a win, right? Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Uh, 2018, Olivia Nova. Uh, let's go with... Oh, boy. I'm going to go with suicide? Uh, sepsis from a urinary infection at age 20. Oh, God. Yeah, that, that, at th- age 20? Yeah. Sepsis for like, okay. Mm. Yeah, I, I'd like to say it was self-inflicted, but that uh, sounds like maybe a cover story for a real death. All right, so she killed herself. Fine, I'll give you a okay. point. Thank you. Uh, yeah, just keep begging for points. Two thousand seven, Vanessa Freeman, thirty years old. At thirty years old, two thousand seven. I'm gonna go with. Um, she died of alcohol poisoning strangulation by a prostitute client Damn it. uh 2021 cody lane 34 years old she was 31 you said yep 34 uh car accident ding 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 hit by a car at 34 and, hit by a car uh hit, hit by a car not a good way to go as a pedestrian yeah oh, but that's, that's still, the worst but way. that still counts as a car accident yeah yeah oh yeah and finally 2016 tara ray 33 years old uh, suicide. It's suicide it is. Ding, ding, ding. Really, the Man. only thing the only thing you didn't get was sepsis. 
Well, that's a tough one. That, that, yeah, that's not a common one. Like uh, car accidents and suicide, those those are all pretty common. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Great job today, Hoffman. Great, Thank great you, job sir. today, Aaron. I, I was okay. I'm going to give myself some credit, pat myself on the back a little bit. I had a solid C today. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. And uh, until then, stay sportsy, bitch. ESPN 97.5.